Good morning, starshine. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. We don't need to start the show with cigarette voice, okay? Uh, welcome, one and all. This is Harlan Williams. You are on the Harlan Highway podcast. Uh, great to have you here, as always. I sincerely appreciate you being here. It's awesome. Sharing and caring and comparing and glaring, all those things. And today's show, uh, wow, we're going to talk about um, matters of the heart, love. And specifically, do you remember the last time she walked out the door? Do you have a vision in your mind of the last time you saw your lover leave? Oh, painful stuff, but we're going we're gonna to root around in your emotions and talk about it. Um, we're also going to be talking about a new way to get drunk. Yeah, there's a new, brand new way to get drunk, and I think it's legal. You could drive, you could do everything. Because it's new and they don't know what to do with it. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, some scientific inventions, the uh, super collider. And unfortunately, Dr. Ascot is here today to guide us through the whole sordid mess right here on the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Hey-oh! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth! <laughs> many years of therapy. Many, many, many fucking years of therapy. I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Holland Highway. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here's the, here comes a bad one. Oh, here comes a bad one, everybody. Listen, have you heard of this? Auto brewery syndrome. Have you, have, have you heard? Have, 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 have you heard of it? Auto brewery syndrome. This is about to turn... The police roadside check onto its ass. This is about to turn everything onto its ass. Apparently some guy has this weird ailment where he can get drunk without drinking a drop of booze. Um, apparently there's this rare and bizarre ailment, newly dubbed... The auto brewery syndrome. Um, so every time uh, this guy would eat carb, carb-rich food, his gut turned it into alcohol. Can you believe that, man? This guy's uh, this guy's eating like a bowl of spaghetti and getting hammered. It's, it's unbelievable. Can you imagine the cops pulling uh, this guy over? Yeah, yeah, I need you to blow into the breathalyzer, sir. I'm telling you, officer, I haven't been drinking. Sir, look, I need you to blow into the breathalyzer. But I wasn't drinking, officer. 
Sir, you're clearly very impaired. Now blow into this breathalyzer and it will tell us what you had. Okay, okay officer. <gasps> <laughs> But I'm telling you, officer, I haven't been drinking. Well, let's just look at the uh, breath analyzer, shall we, sir? Okay. What's it say? Well, well, well. See, it looks like you just had uh, spaghetti carbonara. I told you, officer. And lasagna. Uh, And some bread. I mean, whoa! What what the hell's what what the hell does this mean for the Olive Garden, man? Uh, sir, we're gonna need to take your car keys. What for? You just had our shrimp scampi special, and you are completely three tits to Thursday. Right? Huh? I mean, that's scary, man, getting drunk off of carbs. Can you imagine an Olive Garden? Today's special is the shrimp scampi, uh, lasagna, and a fine angel hair pasta with pesto and a light drizzle of olive oil. Uh, can I get that on the rocks, please? Uh, uh. Yeah, give me, give me a double. Uh, uh. And can you... Put a twist of lime in there for me. And can you put it in a shot glass so I can eat it in one shot? Oh, God. And and, and what you know this guy's legally going to get off if, if he's driving around drunk on food. He, he could drive drunk anywhere he wants. All he needs is one of these arsehole lawyers that specialize in looking for loopholes. And uh, this guy's walking. He can drunk dr- drive drunk all he wants. Uh, Your Honor, my client is innocent. Well, it says here, sir, that he was inebriated and ran over seven families on the boardwalk. Uh, Your Honor... Does the words Olive Garden ring a bell? Excuse me? Uh, yeah, he, uh, he had some, uh, veal scallopini, okay? And some spaghetti and meatballs. Oh. Well, then you're free to go, sir. I mean, it's, uh, it's weird. And what kind of stomach do you have when you're this guy? Who the hell are you? Are you part cow? Isn't isn't that what cows do? Like they have eight stomachs and it's like a a distillery down there. They eat a bunch of grass and it slowly filters through each stomach till finally they piss tequila. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think the cow thing's accurate, but God, can you imagine this guy burping? Smells like the floor of an old Irish pub. Oh, shiver me timbers. Uh, oh, excuse me, there's another one. Uh, oh, shiver that. Ooh, that smells like a 
dirty bar rag. Ugh. Oh, look. Oh, the smell of puke and stale beer. Oh, shiver me timbers. Good Lord. So there you go. Look, look for that as one more big excuse uh, to get hammered out there. Some some guy will, uh, you know, some guy will take this to court. Yeah, Your Honor, listen, I, I couldn't help it. I, uh, you know, sure, I drove through a... I drove through the wall of a uh, J.C. Penny, you know, but I was, I was completely hammered, you know. I had a, I had uh, some toast for breakfast, and I got behind the wheel. So kill me, you know. Like like a guy can't have a couple of slices of toast anymore and drive to work. Gee, excuse me for uh, ramming through the mall with my Chevy Impala. <laughs> like. Where does it go, man? So there you go, gang. Next time you get pulled over, next time you get over by the get pulled over by the popo, you know what to do, man. Just tell them, uh, hey, I got auto, I got auto brewery syndrome. Okay. And I was just driving up to Kentucky into the hills because I'm gonna be starting my own. Uh, my own abdominal moonshine. Yeah, I got my own brand of booze coming out. It's called Lower Intestine Triple X Moonshine. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. Can you explain how a hydron collider works? I just don't get it. Thanks. Okay. Well, um, I'm here to help, man. I'm here to help. Um, I don't think you mean the Hydron Collider. I think you mean the Hadron Collider. Okay. And for those of you that don't know what this thing is, it's it's a miracle of science. It's this crazy thing that when I tell you about it, you might not even believe it. So it's important that this caller asked about it because who better to tell you about this contraption than yours truly. Um, this this thing, this hard ha, ha, not hard on. No, it's not a hard on collider. That that's something you get at your your sex toy shop. This is the hadron collider. And let me just start off with with telling you that this thing is like a giant circle under the earth. When I say giant, okay, this thing's like 17 miles around in circumference. And for those of you that aren't good with, uh, you know, visualizing that, if you're more blue-collar, picture a 17-mile-around donut, okay? A giant donut under the earth, okay? They buried, they dug this tunnel under the earth. Uh, I think it's something like... uh, like 500 or 600 feet beneath the earth in like uh, Switzerland. And um, what this thing does is it accelerates particles. And what I think they do is the particles are in beams of light and they travel around in this underground circle and they try to get two particles to collide. Uh, And then I guess what they try to do is decipher the energy 
that comes as a result of this collision. And I could be way wrong here, but I think that's what it does. And uh, I think what the, the, the theory behind it all is they're trying to find the origins of life, like the Big Bang Theory. They're, they're, trying, to, they're trying to see if, if this collision is in any way uh, similar to uh, what they believe to be the Big Bang Theory when the universe uh, collided together and, and became a thing. Um. And I think there also, I think there was a lot of worries that uh, from the scientific community and from the general public that this collision of these uh, particles would reproduce the Big Bang theory and, in essence, create a black hole. And people were concerned that the our planet was going to be sucked into a black hole should this experiment work. Um, and th- those are the broad strokes of what I think it is. But, sir, what it really is, it's an underground coffee maker. Uh, the world loves coffee, and uh, really it's just a giant percolator. Uh, it goes around and around underwater. They put co- underground. They put coffee beans in there. And, sir, where did you think the world, you know how many cups of coffee you drank every day? Where did you think that coffee came from? Yes, yes, 17 miles of tunnel under the earth. Five, six hundred miles under the earth, they're making coffee, sir. It's a very good question, and and this whole, um, you know, we want to discover the beginnings of our our planet and our universe is a very good cover-up for delicious, caffeinated, um, rich, rich coffee. Um, and if you're not buying that, I guess they're hoping to learn all kinds of uh, new things about physics, about energy, about speed, about light, about heat, about mass, about... I mean, you you got to be a real brainiac to, to figure out the uh, the collider. So to make it easy, I just say it looks like a giant underground donut, and that's where all the world's coffee is brewed. Okay, I hope that helps, sir. Uh, and uh, we'll see you at Dunkin' Donuts. Um, we can sit and talk science, maybe? What? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Okay, let's switch gears to something that's even more of a mystery than the beginnings of our universe, uh, which is more unsolvable than any scientific uh, query that could ever be presented, and that is the matters of the human heart. Oh, gosh. There, there is a the human heart, and when I say human heart, I mean romance, the romantic side of the human heart. There, there is a mystery for the ages that will never be solved. Um, the uh, the mysteries of romance, of feelings, of of the, the the joys of love, the 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 hurt of of uh, love gone bad, love gone away. Oh, and uh, I think we've all been through it, gang, haven't we? And um, 
I was listening to a song the other day by Genesis, and uh, there, there's one line in the song that uh, just got my mind thinking, and it was such a such a sad line. It, it's it's a short line, it's a beautiful line, but it just it kind of like conjured up so many memories and sadness. And I don't mean to bring you down on the show here, but. Let me play it for you and see uh, what your reaction is if if you immediately go to uh, certain places or maybe your mind hasn't gone in a long, long time. Take a listen to this little uh, little line from a very popular Genesis song. I know you're going. It's the way that you're leaving. Oh, does, does that not remind you of, and this is sad. I don't even know why I brought this up, but uh, does it remind you of a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a wife or a husband, and it was over, and that last look out the door, that last that last walk away that that last time you ever talked to them that last time you ever saw them how much does that tug at your heartstrings flirtle nergens and blurgo blurgens ouch right you just you just see the back of them you watch her as she closes the door behind her where she steps behind the wall at the airport, where she gets out of the car for the last time. You you look out your living room window and see her get in her car and pull down the driveway, and there it goes. Everything. All the memories, all the laughter, all the sunshine in the hair, all the lovemaking. All the shared secrets, all the tears, all the pain, (laughs) oh God, all the happiness, all the magic, all the special things that you never would have unearthed with anyone else in the world, just that person, just her, or if you're a girl, just him, all the special things she made you feel. There they go. I know you're leaving. It's just the way that you're going or whatever the line is. What play it again, Roger? It's the way that you're leaving. Oh, I know you're gone. I can't believe it's the way that you're leaving. And is there any good way to be leaving? Is there any good way to be going? It's just one of the coldest and emptiest feelings ever. And I don't think the silence ever gets louder. When you hear that door click shut, when you see them step away, and you know there's the breakups, and then there's the breakups when you know that it's cooked, it's done. And you're just standing there in the silence. And you're like, what? Five years of my life just walked out the door. Three years of my life. Two years of my life. 22 years of my life. 
just went around the corner. And they're gone. They're not going to touch me anymore. They're not going to look in my eyes anymore. We're not going to laugh anymore. Oh, 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 God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I feel... I feel like I need to stand in a sleeping bag with warm olive oil right now and just get warm. Ooh, ooh. And you probably have that thing, right? I know you're I know you're leaving, but it's the way that you're going or whatever it is. It's it's you think there's something to it. You you, you think there's a coldness to it. You're like, well, "Why do you got to leave like that? Why why is it just got to be so cold?" Why? And then you go, but there's no other way. When you leave, it's cold. You could be leaving in the desert and it's cold. It's it's just empty. It's that last moment. All the things you had, all the things you were just walked away. It's like a living death, like a like a love zombie. It's still alive out there in the world, but it's dead. She's still out there walking around, but all that you had is dead. It's a love zombie. Oh, my God. I think I just coined a new term, a love zombie. Oh, (laughs) Oh God. And what about when it's you? Sometimes you're the one that walks away. Do you remember that last glance back? The, the, The look on her face or his face if you're a girl? When you say, that's it, it's over, I'm gone, and you you, you you pull out of the car and you look back and you want to make it right. You want to make, ah, you know what, it's okay. I'm glad we had this talk. Let's stay in love and be together. And it's so hard because you have to be strong in that moment. You have to, you have, to have the willpower to walk away from someone you love. Love, the strongest force on the earth. And you walk away from it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Why did I bring it up? Oh, God. You walk away from it. And you just feel empty and sad like you want to cry. I wish I could just make it turn around. Turn around and see me cry. <laughs> oh god god it's awful it is just awful and i don't know if any of you listening have just been through a breakup or uh you know probably still have memories of a distant breakup i mean that's that's what i'm talking about here and it's just so so pointless and cruel and People are like, oh, well, it'll make you grow. It'll make you, you know, one door closes, another one opens. It makes you grow stronger. I don't know. Just just bites. Just just kills you. And uh, it's not like I'm going through a breakup or anything, but I heard that song, and it just it hit me. It was powerful, and it made me remember, like, past past relationships that ended and started having me reminisce of how how sad it is and it start it started the wheels turning thinking about some of the amazing wonderful best times of my life I've ever had with with an ex 
You're like, man, why does it have to go sour? Why? Why? So there you go. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks a lot, Harlan. I was having a good day to you put this crap on. I want to go jump off a cliff. <laughs> hey, man. You know me. I just get on this podcast and <laughs> I start I start talking about what I'm thinking about. That's that's the point of this. I I talk about what I'm feeling, what I think about, what I've heard. And uh oh God. There's no digging my way out of this one. I, I just I just pulled us into a into a dark, sad place. <laughs> but anyways, I enjoy talking about all this stuff. Let, let's take a little commercial break, Roger. When we come back, I think we better leave the folks with something a little more cheery, something a little, uh, a little more uh, upbeat and uh, not so heartbreaking. Go to a commercial. We'll be right back with some fun stuff right after this message, gang. I sure do. But only with Massimil vinegar and water. Why Massimil vinegar and water? That's what my doctor recommends. For a naturally fresh feeling, only Massimil has two vinegar and water douches. Pure, extra mild, and extra cleansing when you need it. You'll see how clean and fresh Massimil makes you feel. Massimil. Trusted by more women than any other brand. Hello, all of Oh, God, how did you get in here? What are you doing here, Ascot? Holland. No, what are you... How, Roger! What are you doing here? I'm here for your on-air therapy sessions, Holland. Okay, but I was here doing a show. You weren't scheduled today. I know, Holland, but I was listening to the show. And? I heard you talking about your broken heart. Okay, I was just talking about... I went out to get a drink during the commercial, and I come back and you're here? That's right, Holland. Oh, God. What do you want? Holland. What do you want here, Ascot? Holland. Stop saying my name, you what color pants are those? These are caramel-colored, Holland. Caramel-colored. That's right. And the shoes? Raspberry beret, Holland. Raspberry beret shoes and caramel colored pants. I think you're familiar with the Prince song. She wore a raspberry beret, the kind you find in a second hand store. Raspberry beret. Stop singing raspberry beret. Holland. And stop saying my name. Holland. What do you want, guy? Holland, I want to deal with your issues of saying goodbye to a loved one. Oh, brother, I was just rambling. I heard a love song on the radio. I don't need counseling. Oh, Holland, I could feel 
the pain in your voice. I could hear the sadness in your heart, Holland. <sighs> Doesn't everybody have that, Dr. Ascot? Doesn't everybody carry with them a little pain of a, a, a love gone by? Where, where? Yes. Where you have that moment? Yes. Where you have that moment where you, like I said. Yes. Stop saying yes. No. Stop saying no. Yes. Well, continue, Holland. Ugh. That moment, that last moment when you see them walk out the door and you can't get it out of your head forever. The door closes behind them and it's burned into your memory banks and it's a source of perpetual sadness that lasts forever. Yes, Holland. This is very, very common. As you stated so eloquently, Holland, this happens to each and every one of us, and I'm here to help you with that today. Wait a minute, what do you mean? I'm here, Holland, to help you forget the pain of the last time she walked out the door. Wait, you can do that? Yes, Holland. That's what I'm here for. I'm a professional therapist. Well, that's in debate, okay? I will cure you of the heartbreak from the last time she shut the door on you, Holland. And how are you going to do that, Dr. Ascot? Holland, I want you to step over here to the doorway. Um, why? Well, is it not, in fact, the doorway where was the last time you saw the love in question leave? Yes, it wasn't the doorway to my studio, but it was a doorway. Holland, a doorway is a doorway is a doorway in Norway. What? A door. I heard it. What was the last part? In Norway. A doorway is a doorway is a doorway in Norway? It just rhymed, Holland, so I said Norway at the end. But it's really supposed to end on the third doorway. What are you talking about? A doorway is a doorway is a doorway, Holland. Yes? In Norway. In Norway? Was the part I added at the end, Holland. Why are we talking about a Nordic... Can we get on with this? Yes, Holland. Here's what I need you to do to help you forget the pain of watching her go out the door for the last time, Holland. What is it? I want you to stand right here in the doorway, Holland. Okay. Let me get out of your way. Okay, move over. Thank you. Now, stand in the doorway, Holland. Close your eyes and think about the last time she walked away and slammed the door. <sighs> okay, my eyes are shut. I'm, I'm in the doorway and I'm thinking about the last time Sally walked, walked out the door. Excellent. Keep thinking. Okay. Are you picturing the door closing for the last time, Holland? Yes, I, I'm seeing it close. Is it closing tighter 
Yes, the door it was wide, and now she's walking out. And is the door closing more? Yes, it's just about closed. And is it almost closed completely now, Arland? Yes, it's just about... Ow! Ow! What the hell did you do, Ascot? I slammed the door, Arland. Ow! My fucking head! You son of a bitch in your caramel pants and your blueberry shoes! Raspberry beret, Arland. She wore a raspberry beret. The g- Stop singing! Arland. You just slammed a door on my head! Well, it looks like you're focusing on your head, Arland, and not focusing on Sally. That is the dumbest logic. Am I bleeding? Look at this thing. Ow! Ow, 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 ow! You did it again! Arland, I'm trying to cure you from your heartbreak. Okay, you know what? Get the hell out of here! You don't slam a door on a guy's head! Look over there, Harland. It's Sally. What? Ow! Oh! Oh, you asswipe! Ow! Ow! Oh, my God! Harland, I think you're almost cured. What do you mean, almost cured? Ow! Ow, you fucking... Oh, get out of here! Get out of here! I'm happy to leave, Harland. How should I leave? Through the door! Oh, you mean this one? Ow! Oh! 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 Get out! Roger, get him out of here! Get out! God! Ow! Turn his stupid music off! I'm all brute. Turn it off! I'm all bruised. Ow! Idiot! What an idiot! Last time I share any deep emotional... Ow! Well, let's get out of here. Let's let's end the show. Um, if you want something a little more cheery and you want to see me live... Oh, bruised. If you want to see me live doing stand-up comedy this weekend... Oh, boy, oh, boy. If you're in the Los Angeles area... You can catch me live at the Brea Improv. The Brea Improv is um, is uh, out in Brea, California. Uh, it's about, I don't know, 35, 40 miles outside of L.A. Uh, you can go to my website, harlowilliams.com, and uh, click on the uh, stand-up comedy link, and you can order your tickets right online. It's going to be a great show. Come on out. We're going to be selling my brand new t-shirt at the show, which is hilarious. It's one of these, uh, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a word, I don't know. It's like a word trick thing. It's like my, my, my t-shirt's just a bunch of random letters and then you kind of fold it up and it says F off on it. It's kind of rude, but it's funny because if someone walks up to you and goes, hey, what's your shirt say? You just, like, fold up the fabric so that the bottom meets the top, and it says, F off. (laughs) 
So there you go. You can also order those at my uh, web store. We have them in all sizes at the uh, harlanwilliams.com web store. Brand new t-shirt. It is a lot of fun, man. It, it, you will sucker punch a lot of your friends with this shirt. Trust me. Um, so get your order in at the store. So it's a Brea Improv. Um, that'll be uh, this weekend, uh, Friday, September 27th, 28th, and 29th. And then the next day, September 30th, if you're in Canada, I know I've been going on about this, but I'm excited. My new sitcom package deal premieres Monday, September 30th at 8.30 on City TV, right between How I Met Your Mother and Two Broke Girls. And we sure hope uh, if you're up there in Canada, you will uh, tune in. And then later in October, uh, October 11th, 12th, and 13th, I'll be at the Pittsburgh Improv. Uh, And then later in October, I'm coming up to Edmonton and Calgary up in Canada, which is going to be a blast. So just throwing the uh, October schedule out there a bit early for you. Um, And like I said, go to the store, uh, pick up the new F-Off shirt. I promise you're gonna you're gonna stun your friends with this shirt. It is a blast. Um, and then uh, tell your friends to get on the highway here. Uh, I want to thank everyone who's been coming out to my stand-up shows. I have people who come up to me after the stand-up shows and go, "Hey, I listen to the Harlan Highway," and I'm like, "Yay, that's awesome! I love it that you guys are coming to the show." So thank you so much. And um, And uh, we will catch you the next show. Thank you for being here. Hope you had fun. And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. (laughs) 